Dad, can we go to the Constitution State Wrestling Show? No! Dad? I need a haircut. Dad, why do you have that pillow in your hand? Silence. Oh, no. Ladies and gentlemen, today on the Logan Jabroni Show, we're going to blow up Constitution State Wrestling's first ever show in Grand Connecticut, and we're going to talk about the art and the performance of professional wrestling all day long right here on the Logan Jabroni Show. Once again, welcome to the Loki and Jabroni Show. It's so easy to be bad. You proved that the other night. It very is. I'll tell you what, that's... Welcome to the Loki and Jabroni Show. To the left of me is my partner in crime. I'm the Jabroni. Also, the new Batman. The new, uh... Did you, did you, did you get to do my... my no, he didn't yet. You have another new video. No, not yet. That that I still have to upload that. I was waiting for him to do my uh, my 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 answer. To, oh, uh, the one I've been the, busy. Yeah, Ed's been working the, his ass off. The answer. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, right across from me, as always, producer, which is always doing great things for the Little Kings Run Show. Absolutely. And if you guys did not get a chance, please do yourself a favor. Go on to the Facebook page. Look at the Loki and Jabroni show. Spread that thing like a sexually transmitted disease because that was awesome. It really, it looked awesome. While we got there, um, probably about like, I got there about like 4.30. You were there about 5. I had the table already set up. Ed already came up there. I had all the wires already set up. The, the banner was all set up. Ed came rolling up in there. We had Rachel in tow. And he just started doing, I mean, he was, boom, right on fire. I had the camera going, I'm mingling, I'm doing my thing. He's like, check this out. Dude, he's got, like, every match set up, everything going on the computer. Do yourself a favor, guys. Watch this. It is a treat. I was I was so happy to be a part of it, number one. Um, Nat Peterson, big shout out for, what, for inviting us. Nice. Not only for inviting us, but putting on just for me, I've been to a lot of these independent wrestling shows. It was it was quality. It really was. Yeah, there were some missteps. Yeah, there were a couple things that this could have been better, this could have been better. But take those two little things out, fantastic show all the way around. Dude, I I saw <laughs> I saw hardcore fans, aka our big boy non. Yeah. Enjoying themselves. Of course. I saw people that obviously had no idea what wrestling was enjoying themselves. Everybody and their mother was out there having a great time. It was a great show. That the, the veterans performed well. Everybody performed well out there. I tell you what, great job. Hats off. And, and let me just blow it up just one more time because watch that. I've watched it. I'm not even kidding you. I've watched this three times now. Three? Three times. I'm dude. only a third of the way through. <laughs> now, granted, most of the time, 
I have it in my pocket. I'm listening to it in my headset when I'm working on something, so mm-hmm. I'm not really watching it, but I'm just listening to it. Um, I catch it. We're getting a message from the board that oh, says we have no sound coming on the live Facebook feed. And planning. No, I'm not blaming anybody. We should have plenty. I think so. Can you hear me now? <laughs> Guys, talk to us. Should have done a test. But, well, um, talk to me, man. Maybe it's that one person. Turn off your volume. I don't know. Yeah. Um, no, it's my oh, fault. An- I, I had a camera issue I had to fix, and I forgot oh. to uncheck it. <laughs> well, it was An- Andrew and Amy. One I can understand because she nags you all the time. The other one nags me all the time, and that's Drew. So, guys, we we apologize if you missed. No, nope, thank you. Good luck on your part. Thank you. Um. Back to the back to the story at hand. Show this again. (laughs) I had the um, the pleasure of being the uh, the heel. What would you call it? You were the Bobby Heenan to my Gorilla Monsoon. Well, there you go. There you go. Uh, This guy was Lord Alfred Hayes right over here. (laughs) It was. It was usually oh emotional consideration paid for by the following fruit stripe gum. Right, (laughs) stripe gum. Usually, try some fruit strike. Fruit strike gum. Usually, I don't. I don't go for the whole heel thing on that. Me, but uh, but it was it was it was it was fun times, man. It was fun times going for the bad guys, uh, coming up with some some colorful commentary. We didn't know the any guys of, loved it. too. We didn't know any of the wrestlers going into there. First Aside of from all. Tatanka and Gangrel, no, no, exactly, no. exactly. We didn't we know anybody. We made shit up as we went and, along. And um, I, I sold. Uh, what is it, Marco and Jason Marco? Yeah, Jason Marco. I sold them like a freaking two dollar bill, man. I really did. <laughs> I was trying to sell those guys, and when Gangrel came out, and I was trying, I was fishing. I, I gotta was ask like, you. I gotta ask you. When that music. I know we were. Oh, we knew awesome. we had the run sheet in front awesome. of us, but the well, hair. when I when I first heard the uh, when you were like, and here we go with the the Godsmack, the so far, yeah, the, the, blame, voodoo. the voodoo. I was like, he didn't change his music, right? No, Better why not. would he do that? Why did he do that? And then all of a sudden, Necromaster comes rolling out, and I'm like, oh, there we go. That's right. That's where I saw the cane. I was like, oh, his partner's a cane. What are you doing, dude? This is terrible. And then when that freaking music hit, and you're like, oh. Yeah. Oh. oh and I was like, dude, it's fucking Gangrel. This is badass. Dude. It was 1990. I'm the hair on my neck. Got to give him to him. Right uh, he did the blood mist. Yep. Fantastic, dude. Oh, yeah. Great, great, great ambiance. Um, they look good. Oh yeah, they look good, man. They they look good. I'll tell you what. It was even. Um, I got to give it to uh the 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 little guy, man. Which one? Uh, Mega, Westgate. I, 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 yeah, Westgate? I, I call him, that, yeah, Mega Wee Man. Yeah, the one that dude, fought uh, Wild Man Congo. Holy cow. Yeah, he was everywhere and anywhere. I mean, that that dude was fantastic. He was one of my favorites. Um, I, I went out Jason there. Jason Blade was another one of my yeah, favorites. Yeah, Blade, Blade worked his ass off, too. I'll tell you what, some great jobbers out there. I mean, some... They, they worked their ass off. I, I really enjoyed the whole thing. Everybody put their all into it. You know, again, like minor slip-ups here and there. Um, the pimp guy, Tripleicious, impressed me. He I was like fantastic. I've never seen a guy try to start a match with, like, a stogie in his mouth. Dude, that was that awesome. Was awesome. Yeah. And then tried to trade it with the stoner. Yeah. Yeah. It, guys, if you no, haven't he was, watched the he video. Was trying to trade it with the stoner, and the stoner smelled it and realized it wasn't what he thought it was. If yeah, you haven't watched cool. the video of Constitution State Wrestling, do so now. On the lo- Well, not now. You're watching us. By the way, kid-friendly. 
Oh, and if very you haven't listened to it yet. I I went to the part. Uh, full disclosure, I, I owe you an apology. Thank you. Privately, <laughs> after the show, we all meet up, and we're having a beer or five. And I said to Mike, I'm like, everything went off great. Only one slip up. No, I didn't. No, and no. He I, knew. He knew I was listening. No, I said, I said, what slip up? And yeah. you were like, you know what I'm talking no, right, about. Right at this particular point, he goes, no, 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 go back and listen. I went with the little slide. No, there was I none. almost slipped. No, I you know. did. You had a... <laughs> Gosh, darn it, darn it. I almost slipped at one point, and I caught myself, and I think I said keister. Who says keister anymore? Yeah. Old dude, men. I'll tell you what. Bitter old men. If you've ever Not listened, bitter today, If man. you've ever listened to this show and then listened to this... To this, this, uh, the wrestling event, I'll tell you what. Oh my God, dude. Complete, oh my God. Complete and total change of pace for what we usually do. But man, did you not have the best time? I did. I had a great, I had a blast, man. I, I had a blast. Now I, I can really, say it. it was fucking fantastic. I, 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 I want to get really, invited uh, again. I'm um, really happy that I was able to, to give the wrestlers their credit this time because, uh, we had the full lineup and, and that helped. That, dude, great job. Like, like the last I said, time we once did again, that. Great job. Last time we did, we were giving them names like Lucha McNugget and, <laughs> and, and part of me felt really conflicted about that. I won't lie for weeks after. I hear you. I, I hear went you. to my WWE 2K16 and created a Lucha McNugget who is right now the heavyweight champion of the world. So hey. congratulations, Lucha McNugget. Look, it was, <laughs> it was the first of many. This one, let, let's say we, we, we knew what we were going into. We were actually asked to become the the color commentary yeah. from day one, which is why we wanted center stage. Uh Christine Coons oh chilling man, up there man. with us. Look, um I almost felt like we were ESPN. Didn't it had a we really... had like two microphones in front of us and I'm like, here we go, baby. Yeah. Doing our stream and their and their, and their video with um uh, I can't remember her name now. Damn it. I'll I'll have it by the end of the show, uh the videographer. Oh yes, yeah. She was a she was a pleasure to work with. Oh, absolutely. She really was. They all were, everybody everybody was. knew what their job was. Everybody knew what they were supposed to do, man. It was it was just right, dude. It was it was it was righteous. Some was of the, I gotta admit my my commentary was colorful when I was having tech problems. Glad they didn't hear that. Yeah, it was. There was it was quite a quite a few words that rhymed with hey, well, duck. When we find D- during the anthem of all things, it's like fuck shit. <laughs> can you fuck? You're lucky well, I didn't Colin Kaepernick. Speaking of which, she 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 blasted that too. Mm. Great, yeah, America the beautiful. I, had to, I she, stopped she after hit a while. Adrian that, Adrian know. West. Yes, she was. Good on she you. was on fire on that. Good um, on you. Security, which we we personally knew. Ah, yes. <laughs> Nothing says personal security like the animal Al Warga. Absolutely. And he had his partner there with him. They were. Great guys. I wish somebody would have taken a picture with Nat and myself and Alan together. Um, we all created characters back in the day and we we're like this almost like a four horsemen, but there was only three of us. And there we were in the first in the first time in the same room together for twelve, thirteen years. It was it was great to see Al. Great to see Nat put on quite a good show. You know what else was great? Matt Sinner, right behind yeah. us here, Sinner Zinc, the uh folks right that there, give you the music there. every week before we go on. He was right Which, there. Which, by the way, new new shit coming out. Yes, harder, faster, stronger. He says this stuff's gonna be like kill switch engage, yep. but better. We're looking forward to that, and perhaps maybe a new title song. Mm. Wouldn't Ooh. that be something? Which guarantees Eddie won't like it. But I'll tell you what. Um, 
from from I got there, like I said, uh, Caleb was there with me. I got there about four thirty. I was helping helping with tables. I got the table set up. I got everything going. Watching them put together that, you know, uh, the stage again. Watching them put together the ring again. Always a great opportunity. Going around and just talking with the wrestlers as they're pouring in there. Um, great guys, man. To to the last one of them, uh, Congo. If you listen to the show, man, I I love you, bro. <laughs> you're he, he was you're one of the fantastic. Guys. He, you 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 have an image, you have a gimmick, and that gimmick is awesome. I loved I loved commentating for you. I really do. I I had fun on that match. One of I the did. best things for me was having, I think, almost the entire roster, save for Tatanka and Gangrel. But let's be honest, Tatanka and Gang, Gangrel are, are far beyond Loki and Jabroni. Let's be honest, but. I, but I say that with humility because obviously Gary Wolf and Joe Laurinaitis have been here on the show. Absolutely. But I'm sure they have planes to catch and bills to pay. But almost everyone on the show came up with the exception of two buff and the buff dad and said thank you to us for doing their show. And I'm like, when they're coming up to me, hey man, thanks. I'm like, no, thank you. It was a pleasure to be uh, here. Absolutely, dude. And then we look forward to doing it again. Hopefully get the invite back and i i think we will because i think we we pretty much had a, a blast and i think anybody who watched it share that get it out there because we had fun i think the wrestlers deserve it um it was it was it was good times man. i'm gonna blow up jason blade <laughs> like nobody's business that guy was awesome and dave westgate too westgate i gotta give it to him man i really do and like i said i met him out um i was loading up the equipment and i saw him out there and i shook his hand same thing man you go and give him that handshake. I didn't get the wrestling handshake from him. I got that full blown. Good, because that's what I was saying. I was like, man, he's a, just built like a little diesel truck, man. Like like one of those like Volkswagen trucks that are like really small, but you can pull like fifty million tons with it. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Like not a Chevy because they break down. Oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> True story. <laughs> But before we go to first break, is there anything uh, on your mind? Because what we want to do for you guys is, because of this Constitution 8 wrestling, we're going to talk a little more about it. We want to yes. take your wrestling we're gonna questions. Gonna, we're going to blow them up. If you're watching, we're gonna send go, in wrestling We're going to go questions. into wrestling. We're going to go into the basic wrestling, some of our favorite stuff. It's a wrestling episode. We decided we just we, we caught the wrestling bug. Uh, like I said, Matt Peterson, thanks again, once again. Not, another, another big shout-out for big you ups. because, man, what a great time. It really was a great mm -hmm. time. Um, that guy from, may like shitty movies, but he puts on a hell of a wrestling event. I saw, I saw that. I, I, he watches worse movies than Mystery Science Theater 3000. I, I, I think, I, I think he does that on purpose, but. Right, no, but they do it for comedy reasons. He, <laughs> he does it he because does it for entertainment. they're just awful. Right, right. All right, so guys, look, we're going to take a quick buzz and we'll be right back. <laughs> Hey guys, thanks for listening to the Loki and Jabroni Show. You are a fan, you are listening. If you want to know how to make the show even better and become a part of the Loki and Jabroni family, here is how. www.patreon.com forward slash Loki and Jabroni. It is the easiest way to get in on the ground floor and help us reach the next level. You can donate a one-time gift, a monthly gift, or there are two special investor levels that will help you help us produce content for you in the future. We have gifts for each level of donation. That is www.patreon.com forward slash Loki and Jabroni to make your donation and help us become the podcast of the future.
and we're back on the Logan Jabroni Show. 100% full-on, in-your-face, like-or-tights, motherfucking pro wrestling. So, we skipped it in the first part. Anything on your mind this week? Um... All right, so and we're back on the Loki. Oh, Chris! See, you do this every fucking time. Why don't you kiss my ass? He really does. I like hearing myself. All right, I'm trying to get to the point where no phones will be allowed. Here we go. (laughs) You got to get to work, kid. Thursday night, I am drinking plenty of margaritas. I was drinking plenty of beer in your honor, and I'll get to this in a minute. Go ahead. And um, right there, okay. There you go. That's oh wait, you. you know what? Do you want to throw? Do you want to throw up the gimmick now, Ed, or do you want to wait? And that's, sports gimmick. And that's for he's going all in. you Dallas fans out there. He's going all in right now. I called this. Nope. Uh, unfortunately, you're a Dallas fan. Call the dogs off real quick. Yeah, I know. We got a Dallas it's fan. Not, in it's not. It's not an attack at you, sweetheart. It really isn't. Breathe with us. It's, now an, we're... it's an attack on exactly what I said last week on our show. We need to get rid of these fucking refs. We need. A ground control to Major Tom, if you will. We do. We need a central control that is like, boop, boop, bullshit. Let me run the tapes back because, like we said before, it's working in hockey. It's working in basketball. It is now working in baseball. People, wake up. It's over. These guys are done, dude. And I to got finish the, off, I got the graphic. We got the graphic. Weekly yes. sports talk. Continue yes. your rant, sir. Yes. I love Ed. I do. He gave it to me. He gave it to me. This guy, <laughs> for the money we pay him, <laughs> has exceeded expectations. It's so awesome. Thank you. Yes, Thank absolutely. You. But see, that's the best. And I told you, we talked about this real quick. Real quick. Yep. He was like, so. He's gonna. He's so I dropped the sports thing, and you're not gonna talk about sports. No, no we're giving you gotta, props. I'm giving you props because he said sit, sit we're gonna we're up. gonna turn around and and not talk about sports. How are we gonna do this, Mike? And I said he's actually giving us a segment where we can go ape shit. When when where when, we can go Harambe, if oh, you heck, will. Yeah. Harambe. We can go Harambe, Harambe on sports. He gives us a chance to do this, and after that, we're good. Once right. we get it out of our system, we're good. Oh, absolutely. Good. Oh, absolutely. So go back to your game. So right back to the game. I got something for you. And I'm sorry. Yeah, unless you're um, Stevie Wonder. <laughs> unless. Uh, too soon. <laughs> it's never too soon. Unless you're Helen Keller. Is that too <laughs> soon? Is that one too soon? <laughs> See? Deaf, dumb, and blind. NFL Unless referees. you're NFL referees. Ooh, show's over. <laughs> <laughs> Only if the NFL buys it. Come on. That was hands to the face. How did, number one, you can, you can dog. That was a facial rape. Look, you could, you could dog Bradford all you want. We have less than two minutes left and we march down the field. We literally march down the field, get a touchdown. He is accurate. I think we ran two plays. Correct me if I'm wrong. Somebody go ahead and correct me if I'm wrong. I think we ran Literally ran two plays. The rest of them were passing, and he was on the money. The two-point conversion we go for is over here, like 10 o'clock, people, 10 o'clock. And then I hear, wow, how'd he miss that? Then you see the replay. 
then you see this guy literally, it looks like he's molesting his mask. He's like, I like this purple face mask. Let me hold it and bring it closer to me. Let me also slap the top of your head. Oh, Bradford, your eyes are so beautiful. Let me stroke. He's not that far off. He's really not that far off. Now, now he's trying to throw this football midway between this guy not only coming on to him, but admiring his beautiful eyes and his purple face mask. People, it's, it's done. It's done. Can we just finally admit that the, the NFL refs are over? Let's move on to a better, bigger system. I agree. I said it last week. I'm going to stand by it again. I agree. Um, we, we, we talked about it, not only in that game, but previous games. Look, Bradford was precise. He was marching down that field. He was executing that two-minute drill like a surgeon. And I'm sitting in bed, the immortals snoring away. Oh, she's going to slap you for that one. <laughs> and I was about I was about to give her props, but now you blew it up. She doesn't snore like a freaking diesel engine. She snores like a uh, Volkswagen. Like, so, so I'm watching this feed. Like, I'm 15 minutes behind. I actually rewound NFL Network so I could catch up. So. Oh, yeah. While you're ranting, I'm not watching. I'm not looking at your videos like, are you not entertained? I'm like, oh, shit, I can't watch this. I, something bad's going to happen. Which, by the way, I people blew me up. I can imagine. But my Look at my Facebook page that day, and look how many Cowboys fans blew me up. I didn't say a word. I didn't say a word until the end of that game when we were marching down the field. Marching, and we literally marched down that field. Now, no, I know, I know, and like I said, I again, know. when you see the television feed, you see the ball sail over the guy's head about five, six feet. Now, how'd that happen? When they show the replay, and again, there are easily thirty to fifty cameras filming everything, and you see the Dallas linebacker come in and smack him with one hand on the top of the head, and the other hand comes down onto the face mask. We have a problem. Yes. No fucking flag. And look, I'm not a Vikings fan. I'll support them. I'm not a Cowboys fan. I'll support them if they're playing somebody I hate. But the fact that that doesn't get a flag, complete, 100%, unfiltered, unmitigated, hay, corn, and horse shit. All right, I got something else for you. What do you got? Tom Brady can do that. Tom Brady could do that. Tom Brady has surpassed Peyton for all-time quarterback wins record. He has stolen that from freaking Peyton Manning. Hey, look, as much as people want to say we hate Tom Brady, we wait do. Wait a minute, wait we a minute, know. wait a minute, wait a minute. No, Time out, offsides clipping. We don't hate Tom Brady. We, we hate the fact that he gets do. away with fucking murder No, 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 no. We, we every about chance this. he gets. We, we, we had an epiphany, remember? Look, high five, man. We hate Tom Brady. Oh, no, that's right. I do hate Tom Brady. Right. Thank you. We, we can admit that. I remember we can admit now. That. Right. I remember everything. We had the epiphany, remember? We hate Tom Brady. Look, got to give it to him. Got to give it to him. All time. He is the winningest quarterback in the NFL, people. You can't, you can't take it away from him. You can't take that away from him. 
Um, He's the alpha and the omega of the NFL. In last NFL news, Chargers are weighing in on moving to L.A. Why shouldn't they? Well, the Rams recently just did it. Yep, and they – let me see if I've got this right. And I wasn't alive when the Rams came into existence. They were in L.A. They, ha- they, they moved to St. LA, Louis, right? then they went back to L.A. Won two Super Bowls in St. Louis. Greatest show on turf. That's right. I might add. Um, the Raiders started in Oakland, went to L.A., and then went back to Oakland. L.A., to me, doesn't seem Which like a football Oakland town. Oakland is now looking to go to Los and or Las, Las Vegas, Vegas which, which will kill every single player on the team. So, so how does a team change cities? You have a lease with the city, right? The and NFL, you have to NFL have an NFL owner. Charter. You have to have an owner, yeah. and the owner is usually locally based. There are codicils. So, there are codicils in the agreement that says if you draw less than this, or if the town slash city slash municipality doesn't do this. And I can't get into a lot of the legality of it because I don't know a lot of it, but I just know certain they put it out there. Uh, when Hartford Whalers moved to Carolina, mm-hmm. if the city doesn't because take in this and the attendance owner wanted to buy right, them and, and the, had the money, the attendance goes below this. We have the right to move the team. So it's not like the town owns the team. It's it's a lease. Well, no, I would be pissed if a town owned a team. Absolutely. How uh, is that, by the way? Real quick, uh, Louis Sacco, Mike Kuhn, Zach King, Matt Pistol, Chris Mastin's in the house. Let's race it up for them. Chris Mastin I went to high school with back in 1862, and uh, just a good guy. So, uh, guys, are you – she's got her boobs in the shot. This is great. We're going to raise the ratings right now. Um, end of the day, do you feel like you were robbed of a victory? Do you think the momentum switched where – do you think – all right, two questions. Let me start with the first one. Thank could, you, Andrew. I made it myself. Could, I am, I'm the master margarita maker. Could Bradford have secured that touchdown and two-point conversion to win that Regardless, game? Regardless, look, look, all I wanted was another retry. That's all I wanted. That's because, number one, do you know why that ball was way the fuck over here? I'd like, because the guy slapped him in the fucking no, no, head. No, 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 no. Bradford knew he was going to get the flag, so he was like, fuck this, let me throw the ball. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I'll buy That's that. That's why the ball is over here. He's he's been in the league now, what, I think it was 2011, right? Is it 2011 uh, he was, like, number one draft choice? 10 or 11, yeah. He was uh, the Rams' first pick. Exactly. He was dra- Rams' first, and it was, like, first round draft pick, people. He, yeah. He's not, like, he's not a, he's not a chump. He's not a really scrub. A, he's not a chump. He doesn't play for Michigan State. He's, a, he's sorry, a shitty he's line. A- <laughs> and look, and listen to me. Vikings fan, right now we have a shitty line. That's the problem. Look, we can bitch. Go, we'll go right back there. We can bitch about this last call all day long. And this is why I'm bitching about the last call, because as smart as Bradford is, it fucked us. We got a Vikings fan If on he the just would have thrown the ball like he normally would have, maybe somebody could have got it, but he threw it away Almost in an acting situation, like, hey, ref, look where the fucking ball Self-preservation. is. Self-preservation. And, and, and Matt Ryan does it, and Tony Romo does it. All and the good quarterbacks do. do it. Exactly. Um, You're playing into it. Vikings fan Matt Pistol says, if only those two field goals had ended up as touchdowns. And and exactly Speculation what is 50% of the end of the argument right there. And that's exactly. You, you know you take one of those field goals, and you take the Different one. Game. You Different take game. the one where Rudolph has his hands like this, and the ball goes right through there. 
Kyle Rudolph, I'm calling you out, dude. That was right. your ball. That was your touchdown. We needed you there. My, my, right? opi- my opinion on that game was, like, he. I, I said it before, he's acting like a surgeon. It's like, dink, dunk, dink, dunk, sideline, Then you get to the stop. end, and he's over here. That one throw and that one non-call happened to you guys on Thanksgiving against the Lions. Happened to Atlanta against Seattle a couple weeks earlier. Now it's happened to Minnesota again. Part of me thinks that if you're not an elite team, Dallas, New England, Pittsburgh, whatever, they don't give a fuck if they Which miss the call. Which is why we need the Central. Exactly. We need that one organization, organization that doesn't give a crap about the NFL. Mike Friend is in the house, and he says, fuck Dallas. <laughs> I love that guy. He's a Packer fan, but I love that guy. Um, Real quick, before we flip this completely back over to the whole thing. Wrestling. Um, if everybody, yeah, if everybody chimes in. What do you think about the Chargers trying to move it to L.A.? Do you think it's a bad decision? Do you think that they should stay, stay in San Diego? Um, and that being said, with the L.A. Rams being there and Jeff Fisher being their coach now, which, by the way, he's signed on now for two years. Okay. Two more additional years, which he's on a losing record right now. Can he get the magic back? That guy was gold. We'll see. Hey, look. Okay. We'll, we'll see. I mean, he's in L.A., is there too many teams for L.A. now? I'm going to say no. I mean, obviously, one's NFC, one's AFC. Right. So, so you, you have your you have your split. Um, I want to go back to your point about Minnesota and the line. For years. Go, Pat, go. I yeah, got your that, pack. that's Mikey. Um, <laughs> for a lot of years, one of my complaints, and I've said it to you, is that um, there's no protection for Matt Ryan. No. And now the Atlanta Falcons have the number one, look it up, number one offense in the entire no, National do. Football Absolutely. League. Absolutely. And their record doesn't show it. Why? Because their defense has more leaks than the fucking Pentagon. And we're going in the, we're, we're playing teams we should decimate every the sh- single fucking shitty, week and we're the seven and five. The about that was, and I, and I watched it, I had nothing else to watch. <laughs> Thanks for making it sound like bullshit. I could have watched a notebook Thursday night, but I watched the Vikings game. Uh, we're back on that again. Look, Suck look, my look, ass. Um, <laughs> That was a throw that Ryan shouldn't have made, though, man. I know, I know. I've like watched, he was, watched. he was. You want to talk about a surgeon? He was a surgeon all game until that and then you one get moment. to a two point conversion, and you're like, blah. I've called Matty what Ice. Was that, dude? I've called Matty Ice out on a lot of things. If you want to make a mistake, make it in the first quarter, not the fourth fucking quarter. Well, I, fourth quarter with like what two thirty to go. Give or take. Like, my God. The two-point conversion he tried to make that if those two – you know what? Kick the fucking field goal, tie the game, take it to overtime. If you're going to go for two, you better damn well be sure. And Great. I think that's a lot of games this year, good, bad, or indifferent, um, have ended on bad two-point conversions. Real quick, before we end up our little sports hype, what do you think about the uh, top four uh, NCAA college the um the basketball thing in March? No, 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 no. Uh, the football. Oh, the football. All right, mini rant. I mean, obviously, your boys are in. We're in, no matter you're, what. You're number three. Yep. Which well, technically, I, we ended I the season at number two, is, but because of the Big Ten championship game, you got dropped. We got bought. We got bumped. First of all, how do you have a Big Ten championship game featuring Wisconsin, who we beat, and Penn State, who we lost to? How do you not have Ohio State in that game? That's neither here nor there. The game is over. Congratulations, Penn State. Doesn't matter. How do you not include Central Michigan at all? They didn't even have them in the top five of either of anything. I don't get it. How they're undefeated. 
How do you not have them anywhere in this? Did you see the post I put up that said Vince McMahon runs the NCAA? Because there's no fucking rhyme or reason. If you're 12 and 2, (laughs) if you're 12 and 2 in the National Football League or in any league, if you play a 14 game season and you're 12 and 2 and my team is 10 and 4, doesn't matter how tough your schedule is. They don't ask how you won. They ask if you won. Dallas. At the end of the day, exactly. At the end of the day, Dallas is going to have home field advantage. Dallas is going to walk into the playoffs full of confidence. What they do is up to them. But could they take who's underneath them? The Giants right now. Right. The Giants are next best. Would you bump the Giants over them and say they're the NFC East champions because they had a tougher schedule? No, motherfucker, you wouldn't. So well, how well, in the NFC? Exactly. <laughs> How in the world are you going to have Wisconsin and Penn State? And I, I can, I can take the argument for Penn State. I really can because they beat Ohio State. But Wisconsin, fuck you. No, Seriously. I, I, no, I, I completely agree. Like I said, where's Central Michigan in this? They, they're, what, like, who they beat? We understand. Like, all right, but they're up and coming, and you and I have talked about this before. They are really, they're going to be the. I'm pointing at Michigan State because Rachel's over here, and she's a Michigan State fan. Michigan State was jack shit 20 years ago, and now they're a power. And you worry about them when you see them on the schedule. Now, Central Michigan is that team right now that's coming up. They're Butler. They're they're Michigan State. Um, Gonzaga in basketball. Who saw Gonzaga coming 20 years ago? Nobody. But there they are mm-hmm. every year in that 64, and they make it to the Elite Eight and the Final Four and all that bullshit. NCAA, get your shit together. That end of rant. Thank you. We're going to talk wrestling soon. No, we we definitely have wrestling. So, um, <clears throat> real quick before we we end up doing the uh the end of our little uh sports. I, I love it. I love it. This I is great. It. We get to get this out and then get to the topic, <coughs> which is pseudo sports. Pseudo sports. Sports entertainment. Thank you, Eddie. All right. So <clears throat> it's still real to me. Damn it. So Santa Claus, the Easter Bunny, and men loving lesbians. Hey, Emma listens to this show. She doesn't need to hear about Santa Claus. Lesbians. So okay. we don't ever ever talk about this sport. Obviously. Um, a few times we mentioned it. You bust my kids' asses. About oh it all the God, time. I saw this coming. Um, <laughs> obviously the huge plane crash. Oh yes, that rocked the soccer world. Um, Absolutely. First of all, can, for those of you that don't watch soccer, and I'm one of them, picture it this way: um, the New England Patriots get on a plane. They're flying to L.A. to meet the Rams. The plane runs out of fuel, and everybody dies but six people. And six of those people are like, say, trainers and nobody. All your stars are gone. Every single one of your players is gone. Heading in towards pretty much the Super Bowl, because these guys were going towards... Uh, <coughs> it's the World me. Cup, is Yeah, it? exactly. Yeah. Now, keep in mind that this team was nothing, I want to say like five... I want to. It was like five years ago that they weren't nothing. They started winning. They became a name for themselves. Mm-hmm. Soccer's been getting big. Like they, uh, like U.S. The teams point, been winning big competitions. The point oh, being yeah. is if they won this, they were going to get nationally funded for the next decade. Nationally funded. The plane runs out of fuel. 
you're not going to bring a conspiracy. In, oh, I'm going to bring a conspiracy into okay. this. I really am. I haven't made that graphic yet. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> you you have to. Get to you work, to. Ed. Get to work. You have to. And people chime in on this if, if you think I'm full of shit or if you think I'm onto something. We're going right back to what you were saying before with, with fixed sports. There's... And we have a question on the board. After you're done with this, I'm going to take three minutes and Ed's going to clock me. There's a whole list of winners and there's a whole list of losers. And if you are not on this list of winners, bad things happen. You're almost forgotten or bad things happen. I'll agree with that. To this list of losers, you know what I'm saying? Especially when things kind of start going your way. Welcome Kevin Zills, by the way. What's up, Zills? Um... I, I almost, it's it, it's it's a travesty. It Absolutely. really is an absolute fucking travesty. Number one, that you lose an entire. First team. of all, seventy five people, the the entire team, the coaching staff, et cetera, so Dude, forth. Uh, they're dead. Reporters, they're gone. reporters. Right. There was cameramen. There was. It just wasn't just a team that was on there. You know what I'm saying? So if this is a conspiracy, you not only killed a team, you killed people that just was only trying to bring news to people, people. You know, come on. It, come you know, on. people can say what they want. They can go back to the Illuminati or the government or whatever. Look, first of all, you said at the beginning, the, fir- the first thing's first. It's a tragedy. 75 people are dead. In a sport that has... A grip on now it's starting to it's really well, it's starting world. to bubble in America. The world watch the world. The it's reason the why we never heard about soccer before was because we sucked at it. Pretty much. We sucked at it, so we didn't tell people about and soccer. And I think Brandy Chastain and her little sports bra changed Brandy Chastain and her sports bra changed everything. We have football. Right. The rest of the world soccer is called football. But, right. but we sucked at that. We really football. did. Which is why we made oh, our rugby. own football, everything else. That's that's why. Regardless, those football players now are we pussies. Actually, right, but now we're starting to get. No, God, no. God. <laughs> no. I would never want to go through number one what a football player goes through. No. Sixteen weeks of hell, dude. And if hell. you're good enough, you add another four weeks to that. Right. Exactly. Um, at the end of the day, the, the for me the tragedy is that all these people died. But now that you bring it up like this. Is there something bigger? Because this was a rising team. They were they were literally they came out nobodies. of nowhere. Exactly. They came out of nowhere, by the way. Nowhere. Uh, Caleb gave me the whole background thing on this. I and that's what really brought me to. I was like, what? They would have they were gotten they would have gotten funded. That that means equipment, medical staff, whatever the whatever they extra needed, money coming right, in, right? Whatever get- they needed to become a better team, they were gonna have. And then we're getting ready to go to this final freaking setup, this game, and the plane runs out of fuel? I, I call horseshit for two Are reasons. Are you serious? I'm not going to hit the button, but I'm going to call horseshit for two reasons. If you're the pilot of a plane or if you're the driver of a fucking car, make sure you got enough to make the goddamn trip. They do. Let's start there. Now, they going do. forward, going forward, if you're the pilot of a plane and you see that the fuel's running low, you get on your little thing and you go, oh, 97259 or 69 or 49 or 9 or 9 or, I like saying 9 or. Um, we're in need of a fuel stop and we see, uh, Seattle SeaTac in our, in our sights and, uh, can we stop there for fuel? Okay, uh, 699 or 499 or 399 or, come on in and we'll fill you up. Pilot error. That's my, that's my thing. Now, oh. going back to your conspiracy theory, is the pilot part of the thing and the stuff and the Illuminati oh, no, and Vince McMahon not. and all that? Obviously not. 
somebody obviously gets whatever that day, whatever it may be, but right. something got skipped. Uh, Crystal Key, grandson was devastated. He got to train with them, which is awesome. You got to also remember some of these players, which ever, if you guys ever get a chance, Google deaths on the soccer field. One oh, day. yeah. Oh, God, yeah. This is the only sport where people literally die on the Their field. Their hearts explode people. right Their there. Their hearts explode, all right? This is, this, this sport just blows my mind. This sport is actually feeding it. Yeah. No, there is. Um, I want to take 120 seconds to answer Mike Friend's question and then, uh, Ed, yeah, yeah. are we up against a break? Real quick, maybe, possibly. Dead air. What are you We're... doing? Well, we made ground in the last segment. Okay. So if you I was going to say, damn, time. okay. Well, all right. Then I'm gonna wow, take, we can keep talking. What? I'm going to take three minutes before we get into wrestling. Get <laughs> a little your, bit. Get your wrestling questions in now. But How Mike, about them fucking Celtics? No. All right, listen, no listen, basketball. listen. Mike Friend asked me, I want to hear your thoughts on the Chase Go format. Go ahead. All right. Uh, it's three years in now, the new Chase format. We've crowned Kevin Harvick, we've crowned Kyle Busch, and we've crowned that dirty anal cunt, Jimmy Johnson, as champions. Wait, wait, wait. Go ahead. I don't know a lot about Am I allowed to racing. say anal cunt? Yes, you can. Okay. Anal cunt. I don't know a lot about racing. Obviously, Rubbin's racing is, is, is my, my key phrase. Um, You're going to make me get a I'm going to say this. If it's not for the new chase format... Maybe that anal cunt has two, not one. Um, I can show you stats where he would have five, not seven, and Harvick would have three, not one. And I get where you're going with that. Um, so, but, but just like my speculation is your speculation, but from the way the point system worked, the way the point system used to work, you could go into the second to the last race of the year and hear this on ESPN. Right. Okay, as long as Jeff Gordon completes the first lap, he's the champion of the world. Which, to me, I get it. Consistency wins. And much like in football, consistency wins. Um, when they introduced the chase format, I was excited. The, the 10 best guys are going to go for it. Then they expand it to 12. Now, each year that Junior doesn't get in, they expand it even further. And now they're at 16. But let's give Junior some credit. This year, concussion problems have him out. But the last couple of years... Which, by the way, I think he's done. Oh, no, he said he's making a full comeback. He's going to be there in Daytona. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, yeah, he'll, he'll be there for Daytona, and then he'll be done after that. At, he's going to I like that winning now, not just consistency, because Terry Labonte back in 1996 won the Winston Cup, basically finishing second all year. He won two races. Jeff Gordon that year won ten races. Right. And Jeff Gordon's not the fucking champion. So... I like the chase format. I like the fact that, that winning is a premium. You win, you're in. I get it. I love it. I dig it. I think it's great. Getting down to the wire, that last race in Miami, and we talked about it a couple weeks ago, where Joey Logano basically shoved Carl Edwards into oblivion, and Carl Edwards owned that race. Mike, friend, if you're watching and you want to chime in, oh, damn. Carl Edwards <clears throat> and Kevin Harvick were owning that race. I would have, I would have happily, I will try that in a minute. I'm not a big margarita fan, but I will. That's a winerita. A winerita. I'm definitely going to try it. Um, so to have that jackass, Joey Logano, push him on it. Kenseth did it too. Don't give me that. Come on. 
Kansas did it in retaliation because he got turned the week before. Go look it up. I'm right. You know I'm right. And Mike knows I'm right because we talked about Absolutely. it last year on the Jeff Gordon and like tribute episode. I said, I, I, I'm old school. I'm old school racing. If he did you wrong, turn him. But in that race, Carl Edwards did nothing wrong look, to have to have him as be turned. hard as some of these old school racers were, when it came down to Dale it, fucking Earnhardt, there people. was a respect. They knew... I ain't fucking with you. You don't fuck with me. This is prime time. This is where we make our points right now, people. Don't be doing no doggy right. shit and put me in no walls, and I won't be doing right. the same and now, to you. And now Mike just brought up, Kenseth won a championship without a win. That's right. Absolutely. And do you know what happened the next year, Mike? Welcome to the chase. Just chase. Because too many fucking people bitched about the fact that he didn't win a single race, which think about that. You have... A valid point. You're not a winner. If Gordon can You're win, not, Rusty we, Wallace in 1993 NASCAR wins 10 races. Earnhardt wins two. Earnhardt's the champion? Fuck that. NASCAR Come on, tell me I'm just wrong. proved tell me our Russification theory. Kenseth won on a participation trophy. Pretty much. And look. Full disclosure. Pretty much. Mike is a That's Kenseth a fan. Mike is a Kenseth fan. He, That's the he, truth. He's agreeing with us without agreeing with us, if I can say that. Mike, if I'm wrong, please tell us. He's agreeing with us without agreeing with us. Yeah, see, go Kenseth. Yeah, see, go Kenseth and Harvick. I like that. But you're right. At the end of the day, wins have to mean something. No, they do. You have to win at least one. You know what? If If, if you don't have the new chase format, you have to at least say, We'll do the old school way as long as you win at least one race for I'd the buy season. That. I'd buy that. Because at least then you can say, I'm a winner. If you don't Look, cross that finish line first, you're not a winner. You can't count yourself as a winner. The Pocono, and you shouldn't be considered a winner. The Pocono race in the summer, and I'm going to take this last 30 seconds. The Pocono mm -hmm. race in the summer gets rained out. Chris Busher, who is a talented driver, but he's not Kevin Harvick, Jimmy Johnson, Kyle Busch, et cetera, so the forth. The big names. Rain gets shortened. He's in first. Chris Bush is the winner. He's in the chase. Eliminated in the first round. This is where I like this new format because it decides who the winners are and who the losers are. I really believe. I think it works. We're talking wrestling after the break. Kids. I think Get your questions We're in We're talking now. wrestling. Get them questions in. WCWWE. ECW, NXT. We're hitting it all. Glow. Can we talk about AWA? I remember Glow. Glow. We'll be back. Ladies of wrestling. Mo PG. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Loki and Jabroni Show. Hey, if you love the Loki and Jabroni Show, stop at www.facebook.com forward slash the Loki and Jabroni Show. Get involved with the conversation. Let us know what you think about today's topics and leave your suggestions. Loki and Jabroni Show is the number one podcast in New England and the only podcast with an official endorsement from the demon god Cthulhu. Isn't that right, Mr. Cthulhu? <laughs> You guys could only see 
what happens before we go live every single time. I, it is. It's. I think it's a competition. What happens? Oh, this, it's little Loki. Dude, this dude wants to come in so bad. He's right wanted now. to be a guest on the show for almost a year, and we won't let him. No, we, we Fuck won't. Him. He's trying to get. He's like, will you please open the window? I'm trying so hard. To Sometimes, get guys, it's what you don't hear that might be the most ah, entertaining it's, thing. It's ridiculous. So too much fun. <laughs> too much before, fun. Before we went into our sports debauchery, um, we uh we're talking wrestling. We are talking wrestling this so week. So we are back again with the wrestling. Uh, WWE, WWF. Um, gotta open up the other one, baby. Hold on. Oh, we got Go take over. I got it. Um. So this past weekend, and I don't have the results in front of me. I'm going to ask Rachel to get on her Google machine. Uh, was TLC the pay per view? And the only result I know, I'm sorry, I know two results is that um the Wyatt family, oh dear God, the Wyatt family consisting of Randy Orton, Bray Wyatt, and uh, Luke Harper are now the tag team champions. Much like the New Day carried that three man Freebird gimmick. And they're now three man, yeah, the two the man whole, the whole tagging. Randy Orton Bray thing is that that creeps me out just a little bit because Randy Orton is a star and he doesn't need the Wyatt family and the Wyatt family doesn't need Randy Orton, but somehow they're all together in this one big happy fucking conglomerate, and it didn't make it doesn't make sense to me. Angela digs Randy Orton and we're watching the show. She's oh, like, I love Randy Orton. Oh, dude. Randy Orton by himself is. I'm 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 a I'm a Randy fan, dude. I absolutely. Love he doesn't Randy need the Wyatt family, and truth be told, the Wyatt family is big enough on their own that they don't need Randy Orton. No. Why are they putting them together? And, and and honestly, it makes no sense. Absolutely, it makes. Look, I understand the, the psychotic aspect of it because obviously. Randy plays the whole my marbles aren't there. I hear voices in my head, blah, blah, blah. I get it. You know what I'm saying? And and obviously the Wyatts aren't all there either, and they obviously hear voices in their heads too. The problem is they're just – Randy Orton is, is so stuck on image. Since day one – What is this adding to his image? Well, no, I'm just saying image alone. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like right. the way his pose – his, his Adonis his sculpting pose. The things he does in the ring all make sense. But... Now, you team that with, and I I love Bray Wyatt. I think he's the next Undertaker. I really do, and I'm ready for him to become that role. But he is not the Adonis that Randy Orton is. And that makes sense for that role. And look, I've only dressed as a wrestler three times in my life for Halloween. Road Warrior Animal, Joe Laurinaitis, full disclosure, Goldust, and Bray Wyatt. So it makes sense. It's a character that speaks to a lot of people, and it's a character that speaks to me. What, he doesn't like dark, need like Randy Orton. Or out of shape. The dark. The dark. Look, you can have an out of shape guy, uh, Congo. Congo is not in the best well, no, of shape, no, no. but Congo okay, okay, worked his on, ass off on, and did on, a great whoa, job. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let me let me let me rephrase that because I don't think that's a very fair term. Because you, okay, can, you not, can be you can be that size and not do what these guys do in the ring. But then you have a guy like you Samoa need the Joe endurance. that can do all that. That's what I'm saying. You need endurance. You know what I'm saying? All right, Congo needs endurance. These guys need endurance. So I let let me apologize and let me take that one back. So out of shape, 
let me say what most would consider okay out of shape. Um, okay. Bray Wyatt is not a, a slob by any means, but he's not a John Cena. He's not a, a. He's not John Cena. He's not AJ Styles. He's not Hulk Hogan. He's not the Ultimate Warrior. But what he does but makes he's an sense. Athlete. Oh, without question. Um, I don't think I don't think the two need each other. I, I'm questioning whoever's writing this stuff because I think they're on the bottle 24 seven. And I don't mean the baby bottle. So I, are us. I mean, well, <laughs> I true. But I, I really don't. It doesn't make sense. I'm on the sense. glass today. Thank you. Yeah. Um, the second yeah. result that I know from TLC is that uh, the Harley Quinn clone, Alexa Bliss, beat my girl, Becky Lynch, and is uh, now the woman's champion on the blue side. Look. No. She is your champion. I look, I look at this girl. Don't be a millennial. I look at this girl. Alexa's got skills. I'm not. I'm not trying to take it away, but Medusa, anyone? Fair point. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna raise my hand right now. Fair point. I'm. I'm. You know. What I'm saying it's, Medusa it's... was the darling of everyone in the '90s because she was the female athlete that did all that stuff. But then every female athlete that came after her did all the same stuff, and they were held to that regard. And then they eventually eclipsed her. And now Medusa is. She's a Hall of Famer. Oh, she, absolutely. She's a legit she, Hall she, of Famer. Kind of she is, absolutely. And, and, and you see things every once in a while, she comes out of nowhere. And, and, and I almost kind of feel like maybe people forgot what she did for female wrestling. She, she brought you know it up. Saying? She really did. Same as Trish, same as Lita. But, yeah, Medu- but without Medusa, Medusa was the you first. have exactly. no Trish, you have no Lita. What you had was Moolah versus Richter every freaking show. Thank you. Thank you. And, 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 and I Med- love Richter. And I Medusa, figured you would. I do too. Medusa in her prime was a looker. Oh, she was badass. She was, and oh she, yeah, and she could wrestle with the guys. Nobody wore a she micro mini skirt. Wrestled oh many yeah, matches against men and made it look fantastic. She by was the way. easy on the eyes, and she worked her ass off in the ring. But now we have the we have this. You know, Becky Lynch is easily. The best female worker in the uh, business right now. Vince isn't able to make good characters anymore. Sadly, PG era kind of killed that. I'm going to agree to disagree. I agree to an extent because... The problem is I don't think a lot ahead. of people realize Vince isn't in control of that aspect of the WWE I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to call bullshit because um, I do listen to other podcasts. And Bruce Pritchard, you guys might remember him as Brother Love, yeah. who worked in WWE Creative for 20 years. There's nothing, nothing that goes through Creative that doesn't get okayed by Vince McMahon. Even to this day, it's 70,000 years old. Nothing goes green, green light, if you will, without his stamp of approval. And I say he still has those few people that out of nowhere says, Yes, men. Oh, absolutely. And he trusts 100%. Um, uh, sir, wait, wait, wait. Vince didn't hire ugly women wrestlers? Hello? Bull Nakano, Bertha Faye, Luna Vachon. Oh, God. Uh, Drew, do you hear hold this on. noise? <laughs> Pull your head out of your ass. <laughs> no, the list can go on and on and on and on. Um, <laughs> when China first came in, China the was network, uglier than fuck. Dude, go back and Google China first met when. When she grabbed Marlena was flipping her like a rag doll, most people thought that she was a dude. It was a man. Like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I thought it was. Um, I've seen porn that proves otherwise, though. Oh, my God. Dude, Jacqueline, if she didn't have tits, she's hideous. Look at Jacqueline. All right. Fair, fair, fair. Look at the, But look at the zonkers she had. You know what I'm saying? Like, yep. I mean, there was a selling aspect. You know what I'm saying? I, absolutely. You know? 
Um, who's the other one from freaking uh, ECW? The woman, Terry Bitch. Is it Terry Snitch? No, Terry there was uh, there were there was Tammy Sitch, which was that funny. Was Terry, but then there was Tammy Bitch, which Tammy was uh, Dawn Marie in the WWE. Yes, yeah, she Dawn Marie. Even Dawn Marie wasn't. She had a great body. She had a busted face. Thank you, butterface, butterface, exactly, butterface. She's a gorgeous woman. When she yeah, when she's got thirty pounds of makeup on and she woke up on the right side of bed and had seventy side eggs with fucking <laughs> French toast on the side. Well, we're Absolutely. never getting Dawn Marie on the show. <laughs> I'm sorry, no. She she needs makeup. Woman needs makeup. Crystal says she thought China was a dude too. So, thank you, Crystal. Guys, you. <laughs> get your wrestling questions in now. We're we're willing to answer anything. We're um, big wrestling fans. I'll answer. What is anything. your question? I'll Rachel. answer anything pre nineties. All right, Rachel's got a question. I want to hear it. <sighs> I'm catching up. I saw part of it on YouTube. NXT TakeOver Toronto. I did watch part of it on I, YouTube. Absolutely. What a great match. Mickey's chances of making it back are great if they can get past the way she left. And I, I know that... That's my problem Vince right McMahon now. is a guy who holds grudges. That's, Again, and, and, and that's another problem with Paige. Twice yeah. now. Twice now she has fucked with the system. Paige is on the same boat, and unfortunately, because Paige is a great, she's not. She's not fantastic. Only is, not only is she a great like vocal wrestler, she's she's a great performer. She's an awesome wrestler. She oh, has pleasure. talent. She has talent. Um, Mickey James. It's 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 you know what she left on the heart too. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That's and that's the problem with with wrestling nowadays is there's too many relationships that get caused and obviously you're with these people I was what, just thinking about this earlier 300 days out of the year maybe unless you get injured you're you get you're with these people more than your own family correct yourself unless you uh, wrestle with Roman Reigns fuck Roman Reigns which well, by the way uh, no, Roman Roman no needs to become a uh, heel really soon oh, without to, question. Save, to save his career Roman needs to become heel, but that's neither here nor there. Um, no, she she is not going to have a chance to come back because let me let me just answer that first one because of exactly what you said. Vince McMahon does still have a hold on this company, very much so. Of course, and the biggest thing that he has a hold on is you don't fuck with Vincent K. McMahon. Look how long it took. Look. The, all that Hulk Hogan bullshit that's been going on with the sex tape now is over. Mm-hmm. He's not brought Hulk Hogan back. It took the Ultimate Warrior <laughs> from 96 to Roman so 2000. Oh, somebody help me real quick. Somebody hit the Google machine. Warrior died like four or five years ago. I want to say six. It took almost to the year he died. Uh, no, it was like 20... Oh, wait, wait. Christ, For him to get into... To, to come back and have be welcomed back, it took 12 years. Sting died but, April 8th, 2014 in Scottsdale, Arizona. So it took almost 18 years for the Warrior Sting. to come back. Sting had a chance to come in when WCW folded. He went to TNA. It was just... It was a conflict he, of difference. He and, owned TNA. I would have went to TNA. Right. Fuck that shit. Dude, he rode that gravy train for like... Six years. Vince McMahon and his crew hold grudges. Andrew has a question, and I'm going to ask you this first. 
What is your favorite match of all time, modern or past? Uh, absolute favorite, Rock versus Stone Cold. Stone Cold wins. What What was the show? Do you remember? Uh, WrestleMania. Okay. Um, there was the one where he gave him the Stone Cold Stunner and The Rock totally sold it. Oh, with remember the Remember when he flopped yep. and flipped, dude? Best match of all time because Rock just started coming over at that point, started becoming The Rock at that point. Obviously, Stone Cold, uh, you know, was going for the belt at the time. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, that's when he turned it into the Smoking Skull Belt. Not too far after that. I was going to say, I think that was, that was his Smoking Skull Belt after that. Um, the match, Rock Bottom went off. Stunner went off. Oh, they did like their finishers. Three Dude, it times. was it was back and forth, back and forth, call, back and forth. The, the the crowd was literally 18, if I'm not doing my I, math right. I, I'd have to look up the one, but the crowd was literally holy shit. Oh yeah, holy shit, doing their holy fuck. And then when that stunner went off and he flopped, I knew it was over. And I'm a rock. I'm a huge rock fan. I'm a huge rock fan, dude. Huge. I know. Even at that time when Stone Cold was as big as he was, I loved The Rock. And, dude, when he took that flop, I'm like, it's over. Right. Um, <laughs> I looked at my buddy. I was like, it's over. Mine of all, my, of all time was... Uh, 17. Yeah, June, 17. June 29, 1982, Madison Square Garden. Uh, Jimmy Snooker versus Bob Backlund in a cage. Uh, Snooker misses the dive. Backlund wins by the skin of his teeth. That's my past one. Modern, easily. I was there for that one, too. Uh, WrestleMania 10. Shawn Michaels, Razor Ramon, ladder match. You're not gonna beat that match. No oh, past. one. If you're going, um, if you're going past, then I gotta go. Um, the Great American Screw Match. Brett the Hitman Hart. November nine, nineteen ninety seven. One of my greatest moments ever. What a great match that was, dude. Until because, the end. Until the end, it was, was great. St- hold on. Do we still know if that's been scripted or you not? You know that you know Shawn Michaels has written a book. Bret Hart's written a book. Uh, Bruce Pritchard. Brother Love has a podcast where he talks about the screw job, and he, even he's still not sure. That is one of those. That's questions. what I'm saying. That, was that is not Elvis a really genius, dead? Was we're, that we're not really a never going to know the answer? Was, oh. if, if 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 he really did plan that, if Vince if Vince McMahon planned that, can you not say that that he's not the greatest storyteller ever? Oh, you're, easily. You're talking easily. about decades. The decades fact, the fact later, that, we're still talking about the fact about. that twenty years later. That people still talk about this match and, such and it's called that. You're absolutely it's right. called the screw job. The Montreal screw job. It's called no. You don't even have to put in the Montreal. You just put in the words screw job. You could just say Montreal and people go. <gasps> Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart. <laughs> Seriously. Seriously. True. Just guys, if you're out there, wrestling fans, Montreal, tell me what you think. Yeah, no, if you're, you're absolutely just joining right. us like Andrew, Bill Bingham. WrestleMania 17, Stone Cold versus The Rock, Stone Cold hurt him. Oh, I said 18, I'm sorry. Yeah, you know, and that's why he was, he was absolutely right. Um, yep. my question for you, as, as a little Mike, running around, sans beard, you have no beard, you're running around, Saturday morning, you flip the TV on, who was your guy? It was always Brett the, the Hitman Heart. In the 80s, Brett, Brett oh, came oh, up oh. later. Uh, 80s? Um, uh, Jake the Snake Roberts. Good yeah. choice, I, man, good choice. I've always been, uh, yeah. I've always been like a Hulk Hogan fan. I think we all are at some level. Oh, at yeah. some for, point, for always... me, for me, the most exciting was Rowdy Roddy Piper. Uh, yeah, he was crazy. You know, I, I soured on Piper for a while. They they took. I had respect away. for Piper later when he came back. I thought when he came, he took some time off, and when he came back as like the anti-hero, I thought he was fierce. 
I thought they took a lot away from Roddy Piper when they turned him a baby face. It, it was just the antithesis of what Roddy Piper should have been. He was always the antagonist. He always made you, you know, question, should I like this guy? Should I Ravishing not like this Rick guy? Rude. Rick Rude was another one. Um, I was a big Ric Flair fan from the word go. And Junkyard Dog was You know what? Um, speak, speaking, JYD was badass, Junkyard Dog was like Speaking of funny. Ravishing he brought Rick the kids Rude. Out, go ahead. How many, how many people have tried to follow in his footsteps and, and have kind of pretty much failed? Val Venus. Yep. Um, too buff. But yeah, buff, buff, buff. Too. But we don't know where two buffs going. So two buff, if you're watching, keep on, man. Buff, keep buff on. the stuff. Oh, buff Bagwell. Absolutely. Buff Bagwell is absolutely one of those. Um, I don't know if there's anybody right now trying to. Uh, Ziggler tried to go that route when he for a first while came right. in. When he first came in, we got some. We got wait. We got some ravishing Rick Rude. Gets I was going like, yeah, um, see, see, not a lot. Oh, uh, Hulk Hogan, Arn Anderson, a lot of guys that they're bringing up. Ah, uh, awesome. Mr. Ass. I, oh, I, Billy Gunn. I yeah, would say absolutely. Mr. Ass kind of went, tried to go that that route. A little bit. I'll give you that. Maybe Ken Patera. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna ixnay Ken Patera only because he still he kept with the Olympic and the yeah. body. And well, when he, he came back after getting out of prison, though, he was master. Like, he was well, well, like those the, not some of the greatest vignettes. Uh, he was kind of like Chris the Masters. Look at me, look at Chris me. Masters. Chris Masters. I, I'll buy that for a minute, but I think that was more along the lines of look. Lex I, Luger. Oh. Oh, almost. As, oh, yeah. As the narcissist, or almost or yes. overall? As, no, no. As the narcissist, because overall, he's he's. I gotta give it to him. Overall, he's got Rick Rude beat. I, I know somebody that tried and failed. Who? <laughs> Leaping Lenny Puffo. Oh, remember when he he yeah. came back and he tried to be what was it? The genius. The genius. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. That he's almost like, that almost made my list. You guys are gonna hear my list in a little while. Stay tuned. Ah. <laughs> that was almost on my uh, list. Ziggler, Shawn Michaels, Billy Gunn, and Rick Rude hybrid. Yeah, yeah, I can see all the of only, that. The only problem, uh, is, Mr. Wonderful. The only problem on the is thing. I will never put Shawn Michaels and Ziggler in the same sentence because Shawn Michaels is, eclipses Ziggler to the nth degree. The, he, I'm unapologetic, Shawn Michaels fan. Sorry, he is. He is the king of charisma. Without question. You throw that kid a microphone and people are either crying, laughing, whatever Sean wants to make you feel, he's going to make you feel. But at the same time, once that mic goes down and, again, um, what is the old adage? Point point example. Go ahead. When he became um, that born again. Yep. You still listen. You still listen to him, dude. You still like it. it. What was it? Um, I, I'm trying to remember what podcast I listened to. Um, it was a wrestling podcast. And they said once the music stops, sometimes you lose interest. Ultimate Warrior, Vader, certain guys like that. Once the music stops and the entrance is over and they're in the ring, you lose interest. Change the channel with Shawn come, Michaels. Come back when you know it's almost going to be over. With with Shawn Michaels, with Chris Jericho, with AJ Styles, with Dean Ambrose. As much as I dislike the Dean Ambrose character, I can't stop watching him. Um He's a good wrestler, man. Oh, absolutely. You have to have the goods between the ropes and Shawn Michaels to this day in 2016 is still in my opinion and I've been a Ric Flair fan since I was 8 years old. Ric Flair is second to Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels Absolutely. put it all out there. Which was I thought it was really cool when he had to do the I will retire the retirement match. match. 
Oh yeah, it was. It was. It was, it was one of the reasons. That's probably one of the reasons why I, I tuned out was because it was less personality and more gimmick going on, and I kind of got turned off by it. All right, so real quick, Mister Wonderful Paul, Paul Orndorff, absolutely. Oh, without question, um, Ziggler tried the super kick. <laughs> yeah, we all know how well that worked out for him. Seth Seth Rollins wants Triple H. Who doesn't know that? He wants to be Triple H. Yes. No. Absolutely. No. Look, they I, call I him the architect. What are you building? Seriously, you're the architect. He's building a shit house yeah, because basically. he's a redneck. I mean, let's, he's also let's the most it. dangerous wrestler out there. No, we've Sting, said it before. Cena, we've Undertaker, Balor. If you're not no, if you're not young, if you can't take and and I've said this, dude. I'm I'm 42 now. You're you're about to have your 40. What is it? 45, right? 44. Oh, four. Oh, almost 45. Get out there almost. Saturday bad, night if bad. you're in the southeast See, of Connecticut area. Buy me a pitcher of beer. That's I'm the only gift shit. I want. By the way, buy him some Sam Adams juiced IPA on that tap was, at Tokyo Sushi. Man, let's give Tokyo some, Sushi some love. That was some good beer oh, for him. Tokyo Sushi. Yes. Oh, if you're that's a, what I that's what I ordered. If you're a guy and you like beer. I want you no, no. Let's not. Let's not. It's a focus group. Pay pay attention. <laughs> if you're a guy, juiced IPA is like an orgasm in your mouth. Thank you. <laughs> so buy him that. Buy him that. So look that that split when, second of silence. I no comment. When, definitely. When you, look when you're when you're 21, 25, you go out drinking, you get shit faced. You get in a bar fight. The next day you wake up, you're good. Right? Right. You're not bad. You take a shower. You bandage yourself up. You go out the next day. You're partying hard. You're 40 years old now. And, and you get in that 44. same, you get in that same bar fight and you drink that same amount of alcohol. Your body's like, all right, Mike. <laughs> Here's the deal. He's speaking from experience. You drank a lot tonight, and you got your ass kicked. You're gonna feel one of these, all right? You you gotta feel one of these. Say this this is the deal now. Do you want to feel this one or you want to feel that one? I think I'll take that one. Choose now, now. Now wrestling, like any other sports, same like us. See, drinking is like us. That's our sport. I got you. That's we we did, we did <laughs> what. <laughs> We dedicate a lot of time to this. It's just painful truth, that's all. I'm just like, The uncomfortable truth of all of it. Yeah, try it. Try to outdrink me. Try it. We're the tag team champions of beer. I know. Isn't that margarita number five? Do you even drink, bro? Do you even drink, bro? When you're a wrestler, this is your thing, regardless, whatever it is, your age. Watch The Undertaker take some of them hits, man. You're, oh, without and, question. And, and you cringe. You're like, ah, I'm not a big fan of The Undertaker. I never have been. From the moment he debuted in Hartford, Connecticut in November of 1990, Dude. even to today, I'm not a big Dude. fan. But to watch him, and I'll go back, and Mike Friend Brock, is on the feed right now. I was at Mike Brock Friend's Lesner house. Brock beat the bejesus right. out of him, I'm man. at Mike Friend's house in Florida watching WrestleMania 20. Give me, Mike, you got to give me this. Um, 20 something, and it was Shawn Michaels and The Undertaker, and my buddy Chad Hatfield. Oh, that was that the, uh, that was a retirement match? The, no, it was the one before that. Oh, okay. And the Under I will beat the streak match, I promise Undertaker you. Undertaker does that 
that suicide dive over the top rope, catches his feet, and he tumbles, and we're all like, oh, shit, Undertaker's dead. <laughs> yeah. And he does 20 more minutes. And at the end of the match, my guy lost, but we're all looking at each other. Chad, who's not a wrestling fan. Mike, who is a wrestling fan. Me, who is a very big wrestling fan, who kind of fell out because Benoit whacked his family. And we're looking at each other and like, that guy is fucking immortal. There's nothing that you can do to that guy. He could be 75 years old and put on a better match than 90% of the roster. The Undertaker gets my props just for that. I'll, I'll always give Undertaker his props. I like miss Paul Bear. <laughs> I thought, um, I, I seriously, I thought he was like the most awesome character. Real quick before he we really wrap was, it up. And he the really best was. part about that was he was a trained mortician. Real quick before we wrap this whole thing up. Bill uh, Moody was a trained mortician. Um, you guys chime in on this also. Kane, real deal? At this age? For, for, just looking, look at his career, look at his career, everything he's been through. At, at the end of it, does he belong in the Hall of Fame? Kane's a first ballot Hall of Famer easily. Um, you go back to, um, it was Bad Blood 97, the day Pillman died, and everybody's, oh, and Kane makes his debut. Rips the immediately door. Right. Immediately he makes an impact. Now, you go further into the 2000s, and he unmasked against uh, Triple H. And he the dirty face gimmick, and then he's bald and whatever. And easily, this guy, Glenn Jacobs, is the first ballot Hall of Famer anyway. If this guy, when, when, when Kane decides to retire, if he's not a first ballot Hall of Famer, I burn down WWE headquarters. I absolutely Myself. agree. Myself. I absolutely agree. Um, one of my, one of my favorite stories, obviously, is when, um, he was, he was obviously Dr. Yankum. Isaac Yankum DDS, <laughs> baby. Uh, a lot of people do not realize that. Look it up. He's also the Unabomb back in the day in Jim Cornette's promotion in uh, West Virginia. I can't remember the name was, of it. That was terrible, too. But, I mean, this this guy has been through some terrible, terrible things in his life, and to be able to, to, to grasp The Undertaker's other brother, the the, the That was the best thing that could have happened to him. I, I agree. And, and not only did he take it, but he took the reins, and he just Oh, he went ran with, with it. it without question. Kane's the first ballot Hall of Famer. The minute he retires, much like um, when Eddie Guerrero died, they put him in the Hall of Fame right away. When Edge hurt his neck, they put him in the Hall of Fame right away. When Kane decides that his boots are getting hung up forever, if he's not in the Hall of Fame the first year, I agree. it's bullshit. Tragedy. Absolute fucking tragedy. Is it bullshit? It is bullshit. You know what it is? Horse shit. You're welcome. <laughs> And we're going to break. We'll talk to you guys in a few minutes. Hey, dude. What's going on? Hey, not a whole lot. Just hanging out. What's up? Oh, man. I got really drunk last night at a party. There's a surprise. I let somebody tattoo me. It's oh. really bad, dude. I gotta get it fixed. Do you know anybody I can go to? Actually, I do. You can go down to Sublime Ink Tattoo down in Groton. It's at 577 Route 12. Do you need the number? 
Oh, absolutely, man. All right, write this down. You ready? I'm ready. 860-845-445-4400. Go down and ask for some of my friends. There's uh, Dave Kovalik, Dana Batts, Justin Furr, Dave Kruger. They will cover up any shitty jailhouse tattoo. Your drunken buddy gave Thank you very much. And uh, if you're thinking about getting that little piercing, they do that too. Welcome back to the Loki and Javerna Show. This is the final segment of this fantastic podcast episode. And some would say the best segment. I agree. Oh, absolutely. I was staring at Rachel because usually when Ed says quiet on the set, Rachel's the one that speaks first. Or somebody else, yeah. Yeah. About that. It's not us. It's never us. So um, well, every now and then Loki will take a big old As we are of his drink. wrapping up yeah. this holiday fest. Devatize. What holiday are yeah, we talking holiday? about, my friend? Wrestling's a holiday now? Wrestling no, 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 is no, no, a holiday. No, no, no. Wait. The first podcast. Well, wrestling in this house is a holiday. The first podcast right. of December. Oh, absolutely. Hello. Welcome. Wait, that's not a holiday? I got another holiday. That's not first. We got the another Loki holiday. G- the Loki and Jabroni show, the first recording podcast in December isn't a holiday? Technically. It really should be. Recorded. I, I agree. It really should be because it, it gets everybody excited because you just dealt with Thanksgiving. Yep. Right? And then it's Loki and Jabroni week. Right. Which you know you got to start shopping and get ah. everything ready for Christmas. You know what I'm saying? So as you are shopping, you can be listening to the Loki and Jabroni show. There's no better way to do your holiday shopping. And by the way, there's another holiday that we all forgot. This Saturday, September September. Jesus Christ. Who gave me the calendar? Oh, December. December 10. Get, shut up, woman. December 10 at the vaunted, fantastic, world famous Tokyo Sushi. We are celebrating 44 years of your favorite co-host this Saturday. Well, I'm going to already buy you a Sam Adams juiced IPA. Pitcher? Yeah. Or one? No, no, a pitcher. That's all I want. Because you already drank like a picture of this last. No, I drank a glass and then I took swigs off of your picture. No, I took one (laughs) glass and then while you were not looking, I kind of swigged off your picture. But Um, it wasn't that much. So after, yeah, no, it was definitely another glass one. But probably after after I celebrate with you, I have to be at the Oakdale Fire Department to be Loki Santa. I'm hoping to be there. I'm really hoping to be there. I really want to see you as Loki Santa. I want to have it live on the Facebook that you are in the full regalia of Santa Claus. Yeah. Or as they say in Mexico, Santa Claus. Santa Claus. Donde esta Santa Claus? Right there, motherfucker. He's the guy. Or as some kids often say, I didn't ask for this. Right. That's wow, usually that in guy. my, that was usually in my house. But, um, closing it out. All the way around the table, three of us. Um, you had to pick one, just one, just one. All time favorite wrestler. Everybody else can die. That guy lives. Who is it? Rock, hands down. Rock. Wow, Eddie. As you're sipping your gimmick drink. What? Referee That's, Danny Davis. I made Fuck that. you, Danny Davis. I made Come that. on. <laughs> it's probably a great drink too. Well, I got to try That's, this. That's milky my. That's stuff. my homemade Kahlua right there. You know what? Not a big fan of milky drinks, but this is tasty. You know what? I'm keeping this. Yeah, you can't, man. Okay. Now I got to give terrible. it back to Loki. I, I, it's kind of bittersweet because he's dead, but I'm going to say Rowdy Roddy Piper. I know. Chris Benoit. I get it. 
Fuck Chris Benoit. That's you what know, I say. Fuck Chris Benoit. Your obsession with him is almost homoerotic. You want to know why I have an obsession with him? Because I see on tight my butt, fucking tight news butt, feed tight abs, every arms. freaking day some <laughs> jackass. <laughs> you want the answer or do you want to keep playing fucking dick ping pong with each other? We're totally dick ping ponging you. Moving on. Well, anyway, fine. next subject. You know why I have a problem with Chris Benoit? Because I see these fanboys every day. Spewing these conspiracy theories. Oh, Benoit didn't do it. Fuck you. There's enough evidence just in the house alone. Read a book, motherfuckers. He did it. He killed his wife. He killed his kid. He killed himself. Fuck you. I'm done. Um, all time. Ah, that's tough for me. It used to be Ric Flair, but like we talked about earlier, Shawn Michaels made that leap. And, uh, if, the, if I could watch one, one guy in, in all, if I could only watch his matches for the rest of my life, Shawn Michaels, easily. Best performer, in my opinion. Rock is really good, and he's up there. Um, Athletic, I would say Ricky Steamboat. He was, oh, my I always God. Loved him. What a fantastic I don't think drop. He, I don't think he ever quite got his due. I, I think he did, but but as the as the 80s turned into the 90s, and after, you had see, the new stars. After he right. beat Macho Man at WrestleMania 3, he should have you go to a top 10. Kinda... But he worked with Flair two years later, and he tore the house down. And that was like, yeah. at that time, that was the match. And then, of course, you get into the 90s, and then it's Flair, or it's Michaels, or it's Bret Hart. There was just a lot of guys. Steamboat worked with Steve Austin in like 92, 93, before he was stone cold. He was still stunning Steve Austin. They tore the house no, down. I, I played the match in the game. Oh my God! Was that 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 match was incredible? Um, biggest never was that should have been exactly. I'm gonna let you start because I gotta really think about this. Really, I, I probably have one that is gonna eh. go ahead for me. It's always been Dean Malenko. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe it's just because he can't be that good on the mic, whatever it may be. Wrestling wise, he is it. Like, oh, without I, question, I, he is fluid. He's he's probably one of the best entertainers as far as wrestling is concerned. Without question, um, his finisher, Texas Cloverleaf. I mean, amazing. It's it's like the sharpshooter, but kind of not. You got to give it to him. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, I believe he was also known as the one who can reverse any maneuver right wasn't he the one that could do that like anything that he got put into he was the man of a thousand holes that's what it was yeah man of a thousand holes he can literally reverse anything that was put onto him um i think what killed him like i said was just not being able to the microphone the mic he he sucked he had he had the charisma of like an active turd well no his charisma shown in the ring but at the same time when you put a microphone well, in front of him. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's part of the charisma is you he have to. dry like toast. Right. You have to be out but there. You can, like, you I'm going to kick your ass. You don't have to say I anything. I mean, Jimmy Snuka, for the first 10 years of his career, didn't say word one. And people love this guy. I think if Dean Malenko had never opened his mouth, and I say that with a capital N, never opened his mouth, Dean Malenko is bigger than a pepperoni pizza. He's just the guy. But he opened his mouth. That's unfortunate. Eddie, your question. Uh, real quick. Uh-oh. Crystal Key, Jake Gallagher. Yeah, I looked him up during the break. and uh, the, the mustache. Wow. I think I, I think he had like 20 pounds of mustache. And he's now, from what I read, he's now on Raw. 
which yeah. obviously I'm missing the first hour because we're yeah. giving you podcast gold. Um, I got to see this guy. I really do have to see this guy. He's, he can't be any worse than that no chin motherfucker on Tuesday night, James Ellsworth, who every time Angela sees him goes, how is this guy on national fucking television? I really don't understand it myself. And if Angela picks up on it, there, well, that, that's, that's mainstream well, America. You we're, just, you we're the closet yourself, guys. The dude has no chin. But he's got skills, and I get it, but he looks like a fucking turtle in the ring. <laughs> Mother, yes, Ellsworth. Who, did I stutter? <laughs> All right, so biggest, biggest, ha, biggest has been that should have been. Um, I, I don't know if this counts. You guys can correct me if I'm wrong, but this is just the way I feel about it. You remember Billy Jack Haynes? Yes. yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. Met I met him in an airport. I love Billy Jack Haynes, oh and I agree with you. He wasn't great on the microphone, but I thought I thought he was great in the ring. Oh, my God, and yes. And the way he used to do a full Nelson was just like, oh, oh my yeah. God. And that whole feud, it was him and Hercules. Hercules Hernandez, yes. yes. And then they, they 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 gave Hercules his stick, and I thought that was bullshit. Oh, my God. Thank you, Eddie. Oh, you just I, brought back a whole bunch of memories. I, I love him. Billy he, Jack you know, he was the perfect. He was the perfect face. Like, he was a good-natured whatever. Exactly. Was proud and to be was, from Oregon exactly. on his hat. Well, that's, that. my, that's my point. If, if you'd had no mic skills, it kind of seemed like you got left in the dust. It kind of seemed like... Wrestling yeah, skills it, only got you so far. You know what I'm saying? You you had to be able to talk yeah, the trash on the I mic just, and get the crowd going. I was just looking going. up on him, too, and I guess he's got ongoing lawsuits with the WWE, which probably hurt him. Yeah, too. yeah probably the, but the, uh, the uh, what is I, it? Overall, lawsuit. I liked him. Lawsuit. He wasn't my favorite, but Saturday mornings, like he brought up, yeah. turn on the wrestling. If he was there, it was like, oh, Billy Jack Haynes. I, I love Billy yeah, Jack Haynes. I get to see that fucking fierce Nelson. Wow. Like, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Just wow. So what do you got? Um, for me, it was drug problems killed this guy. Uh, Kerry Von Erich, the Texas tornado, for those of you who are familiar. You know what killed fucking Von Erich? Uh, uh, his name. 44 to the heart. No, his name. Agreed. That name was cursed. The Von Erichs are cursed. I don't disagree with that. That is a cursed family. There is something, and I, I know you put your thumbs up on Facebook when I say it. When I'm having a bad day, I say, some days you're the gun. Some days you're the Von Erich. Yeah. And it's true. Kerry Von Erich had the charisma. He was the guy and in that everything, family. Everything, man. Look, Kevin Von Erich. Everything. Kevin Von Erich was the best entertainer in the family. David Von Erich was the best wrestler, wrestler. in the wrestler, family. Period. But Kerry had everything. Yeah, he was the jack he, of all trades. He was. And when, when they finally brought him up, when he finally came to WWF in 1990, I was like, oh God, this is it. This is my, this is one of the guys I've always, you know, underground. I've always dug this guy. Now people are going to see it all over the place. And then again, drug problems, things that he did. I don't want to go into the details, but look him up. Kerry Von Erich, E-R-I-C-H, because I know some is of you guys are going to go. Uh, uh, flying Von Erichs or, or fabulous Von Erich, something like that from, uh, yeah. That, that wrestling organization before WCW. Texas. Yeah. Yes. 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 I Fabulous. remember them when I was Fabulous. really Oh, young. yeah. Yes. And yep. it was yeah. a Von Erickson against the Freebirds, which was like the hottest thing ever. It was like uh, DX and the Nation back in the day. Oh, yeah. Um, Before DX and the... Yeah, and Kevin Von Erick is still alive. He's the last of the brothers. Um, <laughs> Either drug <laughs> by, problems or suicide. miracle, he's still alive. Dude, God bless Kevin Von Erick. Um... Kerry Von Erich was a guy who should have been 
he died at 33 in 1993. He should have been the guy who, in the Attitude Era or whatever, had the world championship around his waist, should have been that pure, wholesome, milk-drinking, whatever. Unfortunately, his demons got to him. For me, Kerry Von Erich was the guy that should have been. Like I said, dude, that 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 just that family alone. Was I cursed. know. It's just a, it's just there's a, a great family, article dude. out there, guys. If you, if you want to look it up, it's by Irvin Mushnick. Um, it was published, I want to say, in Playboy in 1986 about the Von Erich family and the things they went through. This was in 1989. So go read that article. You really want to see some deep, dark shit about the wrestling business and how a family in the wrestling business not unlike the hearts but they've actually survived go read that article by Irvin Mushnick about the Von Erichs and your world view just goes right around the corner curse family quick all quick, right man quick rapid fire uh you guys remember before the age of the internet you remember how awesome it was to grab the wrestling magazines back in the day oh absolutely like, oh, when we had, we had the pocket change when we had animal on the show i told him the story about how I went to this place in Taffel, Connecticut. It's no longer there. It's called the Corner Store. And I walked in. I had never heard of the Road Warriors. And there they were on the cover of this magazine. The Road Warriors. Tag Team of the Year, 1983. I was like, oh, God, those are my guys. I don't give a fuck. I've never seen them before. Those are my guys. It was great. The magazines educated me on Nick Bockwinkle, Ric Flair, Harley Race, guys you couldn't see in the Northeast. And yep. it made me a better fan. I, I like obviously WDF magazine was there. Posters. My favorite you, you was heck no, yes. uh, the four. You would know you got the poster out of the actual magazine because you'd have the four square. Heck See, yes. I liked. I liked. Um, <laughs> I, I I'm probably screwing up the name, but it was like Pro Wrestling Monthly or something. It, it was mostly no, black it was, and it was white. Pro, it was, was it pro there was a lot of them like, like that. And it showed all of them. It had all the divisions. Yeah. And yeah. you got to see. The ratings. You, and, yeah, you got to see the shots. Pro Wrestling the Illustrated. The, yeah. Stuff you didn't see in WWF. Cause Bill it was After. Like, it was trying to like portray itself as a more cleaner. Yeah, exactly. Even though like on, on you go to the matches, they were like cutting them up like the rest of them. But, right, exactly. They're yeah, doing the exact same thing they were. That's they how were I learned. About. That's how I knew about Bruiser Brody. That's how I knew about Nick Bockwinkle. That's how I knew about Ric Flair before that television permeated our existence on Channel 61. You remember that. Absolutely. It was NWA at 9, WWF at 10. Uh, I think it was uh, World Class, Devon Eriks again, at 11. And then at noontime, your mother kicks you out of the house and you have to go play. All right, so before you go into your uh, top ten here, yep, um, greatest match that never was. Ooh, I've got one. Ricky Steamboat versus Macho Man. That actually happened. I know. I know. It's like. I know it's like an easy go to, but I've yet to see a match that was better. Wait, are you saying? Uh, let me ask Mike because I, I know you asked the question: the greatest match that never was, or the greatest match that. Ever. No, was. never never was. Oh, that oh. never was. I'm never sorry. Was. Never I'm was. Not, I'm sorry. Never I was. said ever was. No, no, um, we already did the ever. We did the ever, remember? The uh, greatest uh, match that never was? Never was. If you could book a match right now, any wrestler, any time, book it now. Any era? era any era. This book it now. Good. This is going to be good. Ooh. I'm waiting for this. Adrian Adonis versus Stardust. Which Adrian Adonis? The biker 
or the adorable, the, the, the adorable okay. Adrian Adonis versus Stardust. I was a big fan wow, of a, I was a big fan of Adrian Adonis in the leather gimmick I, I like as a biker. <laughs> I no, don't know why that's the novelty of that would be. <laughs> no, Eddie, you like, get yeah, mad absolutely, props. absolutely. I mean, God, it would that'd be too easy. Like, that was great. Like, you know, wow. wow. Hulk Hogan against somebody. No, that that's the match I would want to see. No, absolutely. Wow. Haircut absolutely. match. Wow. Um, Go ahead. 90s Sting. China versus me. 90s, 90s Sting and Roman Reigns. Ooh, that would be good. The reason be why really is because good. Roman Reigns, I believe, is that, that boom, boom wrestler, you know what I'm saying, gets the crowd going. But... 90s Sting was the type of wrestler who could take anything that anybody could give him and come back full force oh, right. and win that match. There's, and you're there's just so like, much I want to say right now. I want to say Big John Stud versus Big Show. Like, wow. I'm just like, let's put the big guys Dude, in the same ring. Yes. Welcome to the Loki Jabroni <laughs> Show, finally. 20-man battle royal. Big Holy John Sud, shit, show. Eddie, like, focus. We finally got him involved in a wrestling match. I'm going to give you mine, and then we have a question from the internet. Um, 89 Sting. Yes, Crystal. Yes, absolutely. I'm going to go, I'm gonna go like with said, that in a minute. Like I said, 90 Sting. Um, 1996, we're going to go to the Iron Man match with Shawn Michaels. That was when he was at his peak. Yes. 1996 Shawn Michaels versus 2016 AJ Styles would be the match that blows every other match. Fuck WrestleMania 3. Fuck WrestleMania 12. Fuck anything you've seen before. Shawn Michaels 96 versus AJ Styles 2016 would be absolutely the best match, in and my cool. opinion. Hey, AJ has been in this business for a long Almost 20 time. years. Yeah. yeah. Can I kick this up a notch? Sure. Okay. Match that never was, and the style of match. Okay. Um, I'll start that one. And I'm going to go with the same two guys. Shawn Michaels, 1996. AJ Styles, 2016. Iron Man, 60-minute match. I guarantee no one leaves their seat. No one is bored. And it would be just absolutely incredible. I don't want to say phenomenal because that blows up AJ's gimmick, but absolutely the best match you'd ever see. LOD. Outsiders. Oh, my God. Um, hold on, hold on. Dudley Boys oh and the Hardy Boys, TLC. Wow. Who takes the match? Uh, and if you say anybody other than Joe, he's not coming back. <laughs> I'm going to say one more because I don't want to get too crazy. At that point. Go we go on this for hours. All right. The the Authority. Okay. That was a great Versus. Gimmick. The machines. Ooh, yes. big machine, right, giant machine. Steel cage. Oh my god. Steel cage. Steel cage. Wow. And with that being said, it's time for our favorite segment ever. Oh, I, I was supposed to have that. That's all right. No, he's got it. Check this out. The final countdown this week is brought to you by Sublime Ink Tattoo and Piercing Parlor in Grand Connecticut and also by Viking Entertainment, DJ and Karaoke Services. This is the easiest way to help support us is go find those two businesses and tell them the Loki and Jabroni Show sent you. Now, we've been talking about wrestling almost this entire episode and we have great names in the wrestling business. Not just real names. You know, Bret Hart is a real name. 
Hitman. Um, John Cena is a real name, but uh, some of these gimmicks. Th- th- Thugonomics. Uh, what is he? The the doctor of Thugonomics. Yeah, doctor of Thugonomics. That's right. There are gimmicks. That Tupac they... Shakur is rolling over in his grave. Right. There are gimmicks that these guys come up with that absolutely defy the laws of logic. So, this week is the top ten dumbest wrestling ring names ever. And my honorable mention goes to the Daily Departed test. What exactly is that? Did, did he, is he should have been followed. His first name should have been I Failed the Steroid the o- test. The only... The only reason why is because they couldn't think of anything else to go. See, they had Prince Albert. So when they were going to right. make TNA in the future, they yep. needed a T part uh, of What it. is it, Oliver Humperdinck? So Oliver was like, Humperdinck was badass. I love that so guy. So he was like, dude, we need a name that starts with T. We have a question real quick. Uh, who's your favorite wrestler you ever met? Favorite wrestler I ever met? Triple H. Okay. Ed, you ever meet a wrestler? Luca McNudget. Luca, Lucha McNugget. <laughs> it's a fucking wine, man. Dude, just, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying to blow up CSW any more than That's we've awesome. already done, but Tatanka was the nicest, sweetest guy. Yeah, I've met a lot of wrestlers piece. in my time working for wrestling online, but easily Tatanka. All right. So here we go. Number 10 in the top 10 dumbest wrestling ring names of all time is Dump Matsumoto, a Japanese female wrestler who Look, you're a big girl. You're trying to get over, uh, but let's be honest. Why I are you going to call yourself dump? dump? On my See, this is why I work with this guy. <laughs> I would lay down and pin myself. <laughs> Don't call yourself dump. Seriously, if you're trying to get over with the American audience, uh, dump is a bad name. Yeah. And I know he's not on the list, but she could have tagged him with Duke the Dumpster Drosy and made like the whole garbage man gimmick oh, work. Yeah. Number nine. Flush me. Number nine was a great wrestler, but a shitty gimmick. Disco Inferno. Uh, he was a good wrestler. The guy works his ass off, but seriously, the whole Tony Monero gimmick went out in 1978 with the BGs and all that bullshit. <sighs> yeah, because he, he Never. really. I'll tell you what. I saw him. Uh, they did an Iron Man match with him and somebody wait else. Wait a minute. 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 Disco Inferno was in an Iron Man match? Yeah, during WCW. Okay. And I think this How is I what, miss that? this is what made me like actually be like, damn, this dude's a real deal. Like he he was like going forever and he wasn't oh, yeah, being he, cheesy. Like he is He had the skill, he just had the shittiest gimmick ever. One of the shittiest gimmicks ever, okay. and we'll get to that with number eight, the Yeti. If anybody remembers the Yeti, he was supposed to be the abominable snowman. Unfortunately, he was wrapped in dirty toilet paper and looked like a mummy. How the fuck are you going to sell me on a Yeti that looks like somebody that walked out of a sarcophagus in Egypt? Is, is, is Manitou? See, I don't get that. I thought the Yeti was the abominable snowman. It is! Or, or Bigfoot, or... Look up the picture. When you get is, off the, when we get off and... Is and, Manitar and on this list? No, Mantar is not. <laughs> I went the other way. Is Number... Out, Outback Jack on this list? He should have been, but he's not. Fucking Manitar. Outhouse Jack. Number seven. If you remember WCW from the early 90s, Arachna Man. Yeah. The Spider-Man ripoff in purple and gold, it, to which, at the time, WCW was producing a Marvel comic book about WCW, and they thought, hey, we can work this. No, 
Marvel sued the fuck out of WCW. Yeah. Rightfully so. Exactly. The dumb and you know what? The guy underneath the mask was Brad Armstrong. He did a lot of great he was great in the ring, but he was just the guy they said, Hey, we want you to do this gimmick. Okay, I'll do it. Yeah, it works for me. Whatever. Oh boy. This one will touch Eddie. Number six is Erwin R. Scheister. Look, <laughs> we already know taxation is theft. We don't need to be reminded of it when we're trying to be entertained on WWF television. Wasn't he part of DiBiase's team? Yes, he point? was. They were the Money Inc. They were like the tag Ted, team champions. Ted DiBiase is totally honest on his tax returns. He used to sign off on it. You know what? This that. is where I'm going to hit the button. Horse shit. Ted DiBiase was not honest on his taxes, but that's another story for another time. Number five, puke. If anybody remembers Draws, oh God. God bless him. That guy got paralyzed in the ring, but when they brought him in, they made him puke because of his ability to regurgitate on, on command. command. Come on, dude. That's not a gimmick. Come on. That's not well, what I want to see. First of all, look. Go ahead. You've you've all been there before. How many times have you been like puking your guts out and been like, dude? Is that entertainment? No. No. It sucks. It sucks. Would you really want to be able to possess the power to do that on command? I, I went to a rave with the jackass <laughs> guys. The jackass guys were there, and literally he he would down at one shot. Oh, half, oh Steve-O. Yeah, right? Steve-O. Yeah, down half idiot. a bottle of tequila. He's an idiot. And he immediately puke it up on the stage. And I was like, I fucking paid money for this? This was in New York. Horseshit. Yeah. I'm not even going to hit the button. Horseshit. Horseshit! Number four, sometime in the early 90s, Mike Shaw, who you might remember as Norman the Lunatic from the NWA days, signed with the WWE, and they packaged him as Bastion Booger in a really dirty gray unitard gimmick, and basically he was paid to pick his nose and eat it in the ring. Um, Are, are you serious? You want me to pay money to go see a guy called Bastion Booger. Fuck that. Which, you you want to pay me to pick my nose? Sign which me up. Five, which, ten years later, if by the way. If you eat it as well, yes. Ten years later, he became Eugene. Well, <laughs> in a slimmer, <laughs> in a slimmer version, I'll give you that. Number three, in the Attitude Era, we had a lot of great gimmicks, but this one really bit the fat big one. Beaver Cleavage. Does anybody remember Beaver Cleavage? It was uh, Mosh from the Headbangers with a suit oh, that looked like uh, Leave yes. It to Beaver, and he had a mom with big boobs, yes. and it was yes. all sexual innuendo. Dude, I understand at that time it was all about shock factor, but Beaver Cleavage? Seriously, whoever wrote this shit, go fuck yourself. Yeah, no, I, I don't remember that. Number two will come from the Northeast Independent Circuit. It went to WCW, and thank God this guy got over the gimmick. Number two is Terra Ryzen. Dear, does anybody here know who Terra Ryzen became? That's no clue. like that's like destroyer. <laughs> <laughs> it's like come on. Last call. It's for... like it's like eradication, right? If e I if I wanted to build a guy on my video game and make him an architect, I would call him Bill Ding. But <laughs> that's Bill a Dungeons and Dragons Ding. name. Does anybody know who Terra Ryzen became? No. Triple H. Wow. Yes. That's why he's number two on my list. That gimmick was so bad 
that when he he finally got out of that you, you gimmick. You know what's funny? Go ahead. Is I could totally see him coming up with that name himself. It was actually, you know what? Uh, funny story. Triple H. No, I can. Triple H. I can see him selling that name. Triple H. Tells Dude, it, yes, I am <laughs> terrorizing. Yeah. How, how do you how do <laughs> go you go from that to Hunter Hearst? Okay, we're gonna get to that. Um, he tells it on his DVD where he's trying oh, to come. He's trying DVD. to come by the gimmick. He's trying to be um a terrorizer, and his trainer is really his trainer is Killer Kowalski, who was Kill, a friend yes. of my grandfather. Yes. God rest my grandfather's soul, and God rest Killer Kowalski's soul as well. Um, so he's got this cardboard thing in front of him, and he goes, "Well, I want to be terrorizing." So he draws a slash to it. That is your name, Terra Rising. And you ran with it for years. You went to WCW with that name, and thank God someone had the forethought to go, you know what, he should be with Steve Regal and be John Paul Levesque taking his real name and right, twisting and it around. Hunter Hearst Helmsley. And that was the godsend for him. Hunter Hearst Helmsley, HHH, and now he's Triple H and the world over, and he's running the show. You know what? God bless that guy for getting over the one of the shittiest gimmicks ever, but the shittiest gimmick ever. It's not and me, right? No. You <laughs> That was Sean hold on before you hit that. That was Sean Stasiak, right? Which one? Meat? Meat. Meat was Sean Stasiak. I'm trying to get him on the show. Do you not want to have him on the show? Because uh, I do want to get him on because I wanna I wanna be like, dude, really? What in your right mind decided you to take that? I'm sure he'll explain that when he comes on the show. But the number one dumbest wrestling name of all time if you are a wrestling fan if you're not a wrestling fan if you are anything if you watch wrestling once you know the dumbest wrestling name of all time was the red rooster the, red the story behind yep. the red rooster from <laughs> yes. from bruce pritchard who worked in wwe creative for a lot of years was the Red Rooster was supposed to be the cock of the walk. He was going to be Mr. Perfect before Mr. Perfect was cool. He was going to be the guy that comes out and he shows you how bad you are and how good he is. And when they gave it to Terry Taylor, who was a hell of a wrestler, let's not be let's not be stupid here. Stupid Terry Hasty. Terry Taylor's fantastic. But when you go in the locker room and you put your hair in the faux hawk with the red gimmick and you come out with the jacket and you go, coo-coo-coo-coo-coo, you basically killed yourself before the gimmick has a chance to get off the ground. So that's why my number one dumbest wrestling name is the Red Rooster. So it's almost as bad as uh, our boy, woo-woo-woo. Zack Ryder? Yeah. You know what? Part of me likes Zack Ryder. And part of me says Zack Ryder is saddled with a bag. bad gimmick. <laughs> what a douchebag. <laughs> he's just saddled with a bad gimmick, yo. He is a good wrestler, but he's saddled with a wrestling. bad gimmick. That whole Hype Brothers yeah, but, thing. Uh, but come on, that, that's when you got to turn around and be like, dude, this, and this goes right back to the list, everybody on there. Go ahead. What part of this do you decide, yeah, I'm going to run with this, dude. I'm going to, no. Rocky Maivia. No, it's a bad idea. Um, it's a bad idea. Like, come on. Fuck. What was the guy's name? Ro be even Rocky. I hated Rocky Maivia when he came down here and he was like smiling, smiling and he's wearing his 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 uh Samoan gear set up and oh respect me because of my dad and my uncles. 
um, no, no, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> and and I think his his original finisher was uh, like a, a backdrop, right? Wasn't it just like a, a shoulder breaker? Yeah, that's right. That's a fucking shoulder. And like, I remember I remember him coming out. He was all smiles. He did that. He ran for like five minutes, did the shoulder breaker. They gave him the win, and I was like. Yeah, this guy's garbage. I was like, fuck you. No. I, were, I was, it's much like Roman Reigns today. They were trying to force Rocky down your throat. Trying to force feed you this bullshit. And that's where Roman, again, and I, I'll go back to your point earlier. If they I turn Roman Reigns to heel, heel tomorrow. He needs to be a heel. Give him a year. Give him a year of just cleaning the whole thing. The gimmick that they did with uh, uh Seth. Oh, and now people love him. If they would have done that with Roman Reigns to begin with, I'm not talking about the smart fans. I'm talking about like the general population. That no, buys I'm talking the about the and, real fans. Yeah, We're talking about the real fans, right? The people that pay their because money. If and not Roman Reigns the starts destroying people, you buy it. Mm-hmm. When Seth Rollins starts destroying people, you're like, how? Well, Seth Rollins destroys Sting, The Undertaker, John Cena, Finn Balor. That I get. But yeah, but by injuring them. Agreed. See. You do the same thing with Roman, and you actually let him destroy people. That would make sense, and give him a year, just a full calendar year of just going out and killing all your favorites, and then somebody does them wrong, I guarantee you, those people are going to pay money hand over fist to go see Roman Reigns live in public. And I know Rachel's giving me the stink eye right now. I know she let him let him spear the guts out of John Cena one time. Oh, without question. And just sit over him, just death staring him. Whether it's John Cena, Dean Ambrose, who are some of the bigger baby faces now? Um, I'm I'm trying to. It's got got to be. It's got to no. It's got to be be the biggest name. It's got to be John Cena, and he's got to put him out. He's got to put him out for like months. You know what I'm saying? In the story, yes. And when John Cena comes back after doing that whole fucking do-do-do, yep. he puts him out again. Right. He puts him out again. 365 and days. And not only does he put him out again, he turns around and goes, that's what I do to your hero. 365 I days of out. Roman Reigns as a heel could make him the biggest babyface star that the WWE has ever seen. Look, think about it. John Cena was the crass, nasty, bullshit. Everybody hated him because he had the spinner gimmick and the U.S. title and all that rapper bullshit. And thank you, Rachel. And Whoa. You can't see me. And then one day, just one day, he happened to stand up, up to the dude. next biggest shitbag, which was JBL. And now he's the biggest baby face of all time in this era. Hulk Hogan was a shitbag heel. Which really... And then you put yeah, him in the ring with the Iron Sheik. was his manager. Up, Look, right, you bring up exactly. a really good point. You bring up a really good point. John Cena at the time versus JBL mm-hmm. is a shit match. Agreed. It's a shit match. Agreed. Neither one of them at the time have skills. You know what I'm saying? Neither one of them at the time have skills. Not a lot. But yet it turns into one of the most memorable matches. Oh, it was, because it, it took Cena to the next level. For me, and I'll go back, is that Jimmy Snooker was the most hated heel in history, and then he he happened to fight someone who was the same on the dark side. That guy pummeled him, and, oh, Jimmy Snooker, Jimmy Snooker, and he became... We're still talking about this day. By the way, Jimmy Snooker is um 
suffering from stomach cancer, and he doesn't have a lot of a lot and of murder life charges. Yeah. That I was going to say that that notwithstanding, he's got murder charges against him. He's got stomach cancer. He doesn't have a long time to live. He was one of my childhood heroes. I'm kind of conflicted now. I kind of feel like those Chris Benoit fanboys right now, but I'm also objective. Here's the thing: you can still lo- you can still love the work. Oh, with the work uh, is phenomenal. Real quick, Jen Job says met Zack Ryder. He was so nice. He's a big kid. Uh, not dogging on Zack Ryder. No, at we're all. not. He's we're an, dogging on the gimmick. Yeah, exactly. He needs a new gimmick. The the guy's a great wrestler. He's a great person. Needs a new gimmick. That woo 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 shit gotta go. Long Island, I see. Wow. It worked at WrestleMania when he was by himself. Wow. Working with the Hype Brothers, that to me, wow. It's just it's watering it down. All right, guys, do not forget. If you guys have a chance, please go to www.eddiejakes.com. You will see our Loki and Jabroni page right there. That will connect you to the Amazon page. You can get your goodies. I know you're still shopping now. It'll help us. Anything else in that aspect? Don't forget about our Patreon page. Please make sure you go there and donate if you can. We just had a brand new person. Yes, Jen Job, who has been commenting the entire time. Thank you, Jen. And you're going to be on the show hopefully a week from today. For your five minutes of fame, www.patreon.com forward slash Loki and Jabroni. If you want to donate to the show on a one-time basis, monthly basis, or as an investor, it helps us get better. Or as we always like, if you're on that Facebook, as my partner says, gimmick, and we drop like this, and we drop this, make sure you hit that little share button. Absolutely. Make sure if you guys are on the YouTube page, make sure you hit that share button. Make sure you subscribe and make sure you hit that like button. The more likes, the more subscribes, the more everything we get, the bigger, better prescriptions and the bigger, better things we can get and to make this place. leave comments on iTunes. Absolutely. Leave a review. Let's yeah. throw, let's throw We've gotten reviews. away from that, but let's get back to it. No, reviews, reviews on huge. iTunes. We'll push us up in the iTunes store, and we'll go further. Especially Absolutely. with what you guys have liked, what's going on. Um, I don't know about you, but I'm really impressed with this format lately. Since CSW went down, I want to throw some names out here. Uh, Bill Bingham, Mike Friend, Rich Bastareach, uh, Necromaster himself, Ryan McConaughey. I won't say Necromaster's real name. You guys don't need to know it. Necro. Um, Ryan McConville. Necro. Necro Master. Um, Ryan McConville, D. Gore, Joey Royale, who was the ring announcer that night, Greg Great Markowski, job, Margaret Dunn, Jen is here, um, Melissa McDermott, Sean Patrick Fuller, all, all since we did CSW. Thank you. Keep sharing. Keep liking. Tell your friends. This is where entertainment happens. And uh, this is going to be the last month on Podomatic. We are yeah, going to be migrating, if you will. Uh, first of the year. Yeah. You'll still be able to subscribe on Google Play and, and all the and iTunes. And... But, um, but the, uh, the producer has found us something better, which we will keep you guys informed. Because that's what I do. Coming up. So, guys, make sure you, like I said, do the shares, give them likes, give those reviews on YouTube. Please hit the subscribe button. We love each and every one of you.